of all the tea. I guess that's what you guys call it. I spill the tea. I fucking guzzle the tea and I go and spit it all over the place because I'm telling the truth. And that's the tea. Tea is your truth. Tea is what is the tea? Like, what is your truth? What's going on with you? Here's the nice and confusing tea. Girl, what is the tea? What is it? What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Tea Time. I am your host, Tia, and we have so much to talk about today. There has been so much going on in entertainment news and specifically in New York this past week. So unless you live under a rock, you know that it was not only New York Fashion Week, but the VMAs took place in New York. The Mets Gala was this past Monday, and I have the perfect expert to talk all about it. So without further ado, please meet this week's guest. Razi, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you. So let's just talk a little bit about how we met. Okay. So a couple of years ago, Razi and I were freelancers at Hearst. Um, and I had no business really being there. <laughs> no fashion background. You, however, like fashion is your life like you were clearly like you belong there we were in the fashion closet and um for cosmo 17 yes good housekeeping and women's day so (laughs) oh my god what a throwback what year was that 2017 i want to say yeah like we started in january of 2017 because i remember like leaving my job in december yeah that feels like forever ago i just remember like you just always had me cracking up. Like, like they would have you like, okay, I need a reservation at this restaurant and they're not taking anybody right now. So like, I need you to get it done. <laughs> get it done. Be like, yeah, she's um, like, what would you say? It was so funny. I was like, I was like, I was like oh, she is uh, coming in for like her VIP client. Um, and it would be like the most ridiculous. Like, do you remember one time that I had to plan her entire vacation? <laughs> For her when she went to Cuba because no one in the office spoke Spanish but me. Yes. Oh. <laughs> it was really a doubles wear Prada moment. Like I felt like I've never experienced that in fashion. And, and it was in that moment when I'm like, I'm planning someone's vacation. I am fucking their dinner reservations. I'm literally picking up their luggage. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> no, it was a lot of that type of work. And then I remember like actual, we will not name names, but they're yeah. actual <laughs> devil wears Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I had to get out of there. I had to. But it was fun while it lasted. I'm glad I met you there. Oh, my um, gosh. Our little trio, you, me, and Diamond. Yes. We really were the, the, <laughs> there were so many scandals. Like, it was a good time. I loved working there. It was a time that we did. Um, but so tell me a little bit about what you're doing for work now. Yeah, I'm currently the fashion editor for Numo Netherlands. Um, I work also part-time with InStyle Magazine. I work with um, their former fashion director, Julia Von Boom. Mm-hmm. Um, so I go on shoots for them. I just recently went for our December cover. Oops. Oh, it's already <laughs> blowing up for the day. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so I went to, we just finished shooting our December cover, um, but I was uh, just finished working with Whitney Peak for our Numero Netherlands cover, which I just styled, which is great. You know, she's on Gossip Girl. Yes. Um, and then I just styled Sophia Bryant for a digital cover for Numero Netherlands. And I'm styling actually Tate McCraw for um, actually next week. Yeah, I'm styling her next week. And you just did J-Lo when she did Oh my gosh, love, love. That was like literally my, I think the best moment of my life when yeah. I did J-Lo. Like, 
you you and Diamond knew how much I love J-Lo for the fact that we're both from the Bronx and you know it's very different growing up in New York City and you guys knew how much I love my borough I love being part of New York and J-Lo is just literally that representation for me so that was just a dream come true honestly I died when you posted that I'm like yes yes (laughs) get it like that was amazing um such a big like cover for her too that was amazing yeah Um, it was very nice and that's always good. You always want to make sure like the person you meet, like that you look up to, like is actually nice. Cause it's not always, it doesn't always work out that way. It's so not. that's amazing. And someone like at her level to still like, just be a decent person is pretty rare. So it's amazing. Very um, true. So fashion week just wrapped. Did you get to do anything fun for fashion week or work any events? I did not work. Uh, usually I usually work on shows this season. I did not work on any shows. I was working in LA with the, our December cover for InStyle. So I missed most of the shows then, but I did get to go to the Laquan Smith after party for the Met Gala and the Rihanna one. So that was fun. Excuse me. We can't just glance over that. How was that? That those, they were very, very fun. Honestly, probably a different experience I've ever had. And I also worked with my gala, so it was very different, the experience. Um, I can just tell you that the energy in the room, the love for fashion, the celebrities, just the environment was just an amazing experience, honestly. Like I can tell you, like it was all, like, you know, our troubles at Cosmo and everything, like all those hurdles was worth it, like to be in that environment. Yeah, I can't, I mean, that's just iconic. That's like, Met Gala is like, doesn't get better than that. And, I heard that Riri was late to, to her own after party. Did you end up? I think I heard that she came around like two thirty ish or something crazy like that. Were you still there? Yes, I no, I was not. Yeah, I, <laughs> that was a work night. There, there was like five different Met Gala after parties happening at the at the same time. You had Justin's after party with Balenciaga. You had Riri's party in the Boom Boom Room. You had the Laquan Smith party in Brooklyn. You had the Pyre Moss after party in Brooklyn. Like there was just so many events to attend. Um, yeah. Of course, she's always late. I mean, she's Rihanna. I mean, yeah. in the words of, you know, the Queen of England, you know, you don't, you don't, the Queen is never late. Everyone's just early. So yeah. everyone was just early for Rihanna. Everyone just came <laughs> early. Riri came right when she was supposed to. Um, so are you noticing, even though you weren't at the shows, are you noticing any like trends for fall and winter fashion? What are, what are you seeing? Right so now? the season, the season that just came out for the season is spring, summer. Mm-hmm. So fall, Fall was in February. So oh, for right, fall right. this season, we are going to be seeing a lot of more. Do you want to talk about fall or do you want to talk about spring? Because spring and fall, fall just came out. Like yep. it's going to be in fall. store soon. Let's talk fall. Okay. So what just showed recently in New York Fashion Week was spring. But for the fall season, which came out in February, we're going to see a lot of puffers, a lot of color for fall. Mm-hmm. Fall, you know, normally falls really for brown, orange, you know, those dark, dark colors, black. But we're going to see a lot of color for fall, especially since everyone's returning back to the work office and people just want some vibrantness in their life, especially when you're going back into those horrible lighting (laughs) in the office. Um, So you're going to see a lot of colors in the fall. Um, There's going to be a lot of sheer, you know, people want to be sexy again. You know, we had the pandemic where everyone was in sweatpants or just wearing, you know, no pants under their Zoom calls. (laughs) (laughs) So people are now like, I want to wear sexy things. I want to wear sheer. So we're going to see a lot of that. Like we saw with um, Kendall's Met Gala dress. You know, yeah. we're going to see a lot of more of that. And Zoe Kravitz rocked the sheer. Sheer is really having its moment right now. Yes. So yes. I'm loving that. I'm wearing a black top now, but like all week I've made it a point to have color in my wardrobe. So I'm glad I'm on trend. Even my nails are like not a fall. Yes, your nails are so cute. 
I was like, like you know, I don't, I was thinking of like fall, fall, like, you know how like you and I both know, cause you and I both love fall. October is like our favorite month. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, like orange pumpkin spice. I think like all those old trends are like out of the window now. Like you see how your na- your nails are like bright blue. Yeah, like, yeah. That's what people are going to be wearing this fall. Because we're ready. Like you said, we want to like show up and show out. We've been in hiding. We want to really like make a statement now. Although I will say I'm still drinking pumpkin spice coffee right now. <laughs> <laughs> I will wear the orange though as well. Um, so do you have any like favorite moments or favorite looks or anything that you saw from fashion? My favorite moments would be, I want to say... Ooh, that's a tough question because New York Fashion Week is always interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually it's the European markets that have the best moments. You and I both know that, even though New York Fashion Week is great. Yeah. Um, but I think from New York Fashion Week, I can say Carolina Herrera having her 40th anniversary. That was a very big moment. Yeah. It's very beautiful, the collection. Um, Wes Gordon brought, you know, some iconic pieces back, like the polka dots, mm-hmm. um, which I'm a big fan of polka dots. And I think that's going to be really big for spring. Um, and then I think for... I want to say the, the typical, you know, designers, Pablo Garan, Parenza, they did such a great job showcasing the season for spring. Um, I think that's really what's going to be interesting to see how we go from color to like more, you know, traditional colors in the spring, like in the sense like black. There was a lot of black, a lot of nude, a lot of beige. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, there were some hints of color, but there was a lot of black and white. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm excited to see it and, and play around. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to also talk about, because you are very, you are very on top of like the entertainment gossip too. Like, you know, I love me and my pop culture. <laughs> and you sent me Kylie's Instagram story last week when Kylie Jenner, of course, when, uh, we were like, you were speculating, like, I think she's in a New York hotel room right now. That's what this looks mm-hmm. like. Sure as shit, you were right. She was here for Fashion Week um, and she revealed the baby bump. Are you surprised that she made the reveal during New York Fashion Week? No, Kylie, Kylie and her family are the, probably one of the most strategic women in these in this industry. Yeah, um, They don't do anything without thinking everything thoroughly through. I mean, look at Kim, Kim Kardashian's McGala look, you know what I mean? Like everything is thoroughly thought, thought out for each and every one of those members of the family. Yeah. Chris Jenner is literally, you know, <laughs> playing God. <laughs> yeah, she's a mastermind, that woman. That 10%. She really does. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, I was going back and forth with you about like, you know, the pregnancy thing. And I'm like, this is the, like, her nails are just key obvious. You know, like we all know the Kardashians consistently take pictures and we can tell the difference between her wearing a look from last week from a look from six months ago. And yes, fans know this. And, you know, when you're in the gossip of celebrity, you probably see it easily. And I, you know, I saw it pretty fast. You know, I was like, she's definitely pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad she confirmed it this time. I wonder how like, I think she confirmed it mainly for the fact that she's like, I already experienced the, you know, the privacy of um, Stormy, mm-hmm. you know, I just let, let this be out in the world now. I'm okay with it. I already, know, I already dealt with, you know, the yeah. privacy life. Yeah. And, you know, at the end of the day, she's just trying to prevent as much negativity and scrutiny being a pregnant woman at the moment. Cause you know, Kim dealt with a lot with North. Yes. Yeah. I think that the first pregnancy is like, this is going to get people talking so much. She was 20. Mm-hmm. Like now she's a little older. Like it's not as like shocking this yeah. time around, which is why she's like, okay, I'm here. And I'm like comfortable saying this. Whereas like, it was like the craziest news ever when people thought it was even semi possible with Stormy. Mm-hmm. So young. So, um, but I mean, she's a billionaire. It's not like she can't afford it. Like, yeah. And this is her second kid. And I think no one's like really like 
and you know as a as a firstborn child I can tell you usually the second child no one really pays attention to them <laughs> and they're like you know like they're always like the second player after Stormy so every, I think everyone's more concerned about how Stormy's reacting to the pregnancy and how she's going to be reacting as a big sister um but it'll be interesting to see what happens for her as a being a mom second time around yeah I think people so- are more excited for Kendall to get pregnant now oh. I think when Kendall gets pregnant everyone's going to be like it's here you know sister is having a baby like that'll be so insane I can't wait for that moment and I guess my last question pertaining to fashion week do you have a preference between September or February the spring or the fall fashion I prefer February fashion week just because it's less it's less chaotic there's less people in the city first of all um it's snowing um, you and I both are, you know, New Jersey, New Yorkers, and we both know the code doesn't yeah. bring everybody in. Yeah. Um, for, for this season, it's been a very, very crazy there. Like for me having the Met Gala, Venice Film Festival, New York Fashion Week, VMAs all literally be around the same time frame was the most chaotic experience in fashion. Yeah. You've had, you've had like, for example, like celebrities trying to rent to shows while still trying to rehearse for the VMAs while still trying to do their fittings for the uh, the Met Gala, while flying in from Venice Film Festival, like Kristen Stewart, you know what I mean? Like Zendaya wasn't able to attend the Met Gala. So it's just an interesting, it was an interesting time this season. I would prefer the Met Gala to be back in May and the VMAs to be back in June, you know what I mean? Like where it needs to be. Um, but I prefer definitely the February Fashion Week calendar for the, and that's usually fall. So I-, I prefer fall. I agree. That's I definitely prefer February. It's it was a lot of craziness in particular this year. Like this September, everything just got pushed back. Like the Met Gala is always the first Monday in May. We know that. Like you know, it was just the VMAs being the day before, and also in Brooklyn. Like you know, it was everything was in New York. Everything. So a lot of craziness. It'll be a lot, and I also love like a nice like winter coat too. Like that being a part of the fashion looks in February just adds a little something for me. Yeah, so I, just, I you know. And I feel like New Yorkers dress better in the winter. Yes, agreed. 100%. This is our season. Um, okay, so let's talk a little bit about the VMA recap because, like you said, it all happened this past week. So MTV celebrated its 40th anniversary of the MTV VMAs Sunday night. The annual event took place in Brooklyn, like we just said, at the Barclays Center for the first time since 2013 when Miley Cyrus whipped out the foam finger that mm-hmm. no one can ever forget. Eight years later, um, and the night was hosted by Doja Cat, who also performed and brought home two wins for best collaboration with SZA on Kiss Me More and best art direction for her music video, Best Friend. Okay, let's talk a little bit about about some of these major moments. First, we got to start with Justin Bieber. (laughs) You're the love of your life. (laughs) My life. So he kicked off the whole night. He hit the stage for the first time in six years and performed Stay with the kid Leroy and closed with Ghost from his uh, most recent album. What did you think about this performance? Were you as excited as I was that JB hit the stage? Let me hear it. <laughs> I like J- Justin. I really, really do. I also love his wife, Haley. I think they're both huge fashion icons. Um, I thought the performance was really, really good, but I was way more excited to see Chloe and Normani just because, you know, like I Justin has been in the industry for over 10 years. You know what I mean? He, I consider him like, the the new Justin Timberlake you know what I mean like he yeah. didn't do the boy band thing but he definitely him and Justin have the same swag a little bit they definitely incorporate you know the African-American culture into their music and their style so it's very very similar and I feel like he's an honorary you know 
he's honorary he's an honorary hood person at the moment (laughs) justin power justin timberlake justin bieber i get it yeah and I thought his performance was really, really great. But I mean, like Justin always performs well. There's nothing that he can't do when he performs. Um, his clothes was really cute. His little overalls. I thought it was really, really yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, I did not like the fit of his um, his outfits for his award acceptance. I thought they were so baggy. Yeah, um, I agree. You know, um, I would I would have preferred to see something a little fitted. I would have loved to see him like in Celine or Saint Laurent mm-hmm. or, you know, uh, Fendi or Versace, you know, yeah. something a little bit more fitted a little bit, just because, you know, I guess he's trying to do the nineties trend, which is, you know, the baggy, baggy clothes. Um, but I think Billie Eilish has that down pat, so we don't need him to do that. <laughs> Wait. And I actually want to talk a little bit about Billie Eilish too. Yeah. She had the whole oversized look going on for the VMAs as well. Which is what and she's known for. Yeah. She is known for it. Yeah. She likes to that's why I was really surprised with her Met Gala look, but we'll get into that in a minute. But she, there's a lot of talk on the internet that she like might have shaded J-Lo. Um, I want your thoughts on this because I don't really think she did, but I could see why people are thinking this. So can you, can you, give, me, can, can you give me some reference? Because I, I didn't even take it. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. So like in the beginning of the show, J-Lo came out to present the award for song of the year. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, Olivia Rodrigo with driver's license. Um, yeah, yeah she, well-deserved. Um, and like when JLo came out and was walking out, everyone's clapping and going crazy. The camera, of course, pans over to Billie Eilish, who's just sitting there, not clapping, looks very unamused on the face, very unimpressed, just sitting there like this. And so basically it's, people are like, is she throwing shade at, at JLo? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I mean, I think she might've really just been tired I don't know like it was just you know celebs aren't gonna go to everybody they see I don't know what do you I didn't even notice to be very honest with you I was so in love with JLo's David Coma look I was just like yes JLo yes like you're in your 50s and you look like this like (laughs) two kids down with Ben Affleck again like I'm like I wasn't even paying attention to her. I heard fans screaming, I love you, J-Lo, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, in the crowd. I I was so, like, in love with her. And I also, you know, as you know, I've worked with her for the May cover. And I know her stylist, Rob, who's so sweet. Mm -hmm. Um, I was just more fascinated with her. I didn't even pay attention to Billy. But if she did, I really honestly don't think it was shade. Um, The camera catches the celebrities and sometimes the audience and the wrong time Mm -hmm. and the wrong moment. And sometimes when the camera is looking at you, especially on those, on on those stages that you're in, you're probably like talking to somebody or thinking of something. And then when the camera comes to you, you have to stop at what you're talking about and look at the camera really, really fast. Cause you don't want your conversation being aired out. First of all, people lip read people start suggesting things. Mm -hmm. Do you remember the, the drama between Rihanna and Ariana when she was performing focus on me and Rihanna was giggling and, Receipt and everyone was like, Oh, Rihanna shade, I mean, Ariana. And yeah. Rihanna was like, I'm not shading her. I thought she was cute in her performance. And mm-hmm. I guess the performance was very, very, was a little very sexy for Ariana at the time. Yeah. And, yeah. And they were just trying to start beef. And I'm just like, that's never going to happen because Rihanna's not that type of girl. <laughs> right, right. And people will just totally misinterpret. Like, okay, if it was just a Joe Schmo in the audience, like someone like, sure. like then maybe not clapping. Yeah. You're like, okay, I hate this bitch. But I think as a celebrity, you're just not always on. I don't think yeah. it would be shade on Billy's end. J-Lo is an icon. We all love her. I don't think there's any blab. blab no, no I don't think there's any beef. I don't think they'll ever do a duet or record anything together, but I think there's no beef whatsoever. I think J-Lo's daughter, actually, Emmy, really resonates with Billy because, you know, very recently she has, like, this crazy, beautiful color hair, and she's wearing also baggy clothes, and she's getting inspired by what Billy doesn't wear. And I think... Yeah. 
you know, from her mom, who's, you know, the queen of sexy. We all know queen of sexy. Yeah. Um, complete opposites and very much more Billy. So I don't think there's any drama that's at all. Great point. That I think Emmy does draw a lot of inspo from Billy. And um, that's a great connection to make. I never even thought of that. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk a little bit about Olivia Rodrigo, because like I said, she had a big night. She won. I love her, <laughs> I love her too. She won the moon person for best new artist, which was just like, of course, she had to. Can you, all right, so Driver's License, her first single, came out in January of this year. Like, it hasn't even been a whole year that she's really been releasing music. Like, what are your thoughts on her as an artist and just the year she's been having? I think she's very, very smart. She knows how to resonate with her audience and with an older generation as well. As a millennial, you know, you and I both are millennials, and I wouldn't have been listening to a Gen Zer just because I'm like, we don't resonate, we don't relate, but it's just like, Favorite crime from her album is like my favorite, favorite song. Um, and I think with her music recently, you know, like she had Taylor Swift become a writer in one of the songs because she's, you know, she took some parts of that. And I think, um, I forgot the other person. Paramore for- Paramore, you. yes. Yeah. Uh, which was, that song really did well, good for you, which, you know, um, I think she's smart. You know, sometimes you have to go back into old history of music and pick and choose. And I think, people like her and Sweetie, you know, Sweetie does a lot of like sampling, like um, she sampled the Petey Pablo song and a few other songs. And I think that's sometimes what you need to do to make yourself a little bit more mainstream. Um, and I think right now she's like considered the new generation of Taylor Swift, I guess. Yeah. The new Gen Z Taylor Swift. Yeah. So I think what she's doing yeah. is great right now. Um, Driver's License is such a great song. Um, Good For You is another great song. I mean, the whole album is really, really good. And I think I think she will have a long career just because she's not even signed to Disney. You right. know, you and I both know, like, Miley Cyrus, Selena Gomez, Hilary Duff, those are the queens of Disney, and they did their thing. But they had such a hard time with music in general. Like, we, you and I both know Miley should be bigger. Miley should be a Grammy Award-winning artist. Um, Selena should have at least multiple VMAs. And Hilary Duff was just queen Hilary Duff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I think Yeah, non-problematic as well. I mean, yeah. she's still still in the industry you know I just think she's smart about not signing with them and being with Geffen Records and she's she's gonna go very far in her music career and once she leaves Disney behind we'll see her in movies and we'll see her doing way more things she'll probably be the next Taylor Swift I totally agree I think it's amazing because she's literally what she's she's 18 now and like for some reason I'm like totally connecting to her music as like a teenager because you just mm-hmm. act like my teenage self even though I'm not in that generation like you said we're millennials but like her music is connecting to everyone, like not, you know, beyond her age group. So I think she has a super bright future. I could see her winning Best New Artist for the Grammys and coming season. So yeah, Ugh, love Olivia Rodrigo. Um, another big moment from the VMAs was Megan Fox and Kourtney Kardashian presenting um, MGK's performance. Oh and singing, yeah, uh-huh, the whole- Can we please talk about Megan Fox, how she's just come back into the limelight She's left Brian Austin Green and she's like, I'm going to be sexy again. I'm here to show the world who I am. Yes. Michael Bay Fox. You know what I mean? Like she's like here. Yeah. She took her moment. Like, I mean, early 2000s, Megan Fox was the icon. And it's like, she's like, don't forget. I'm still a sex symbol that you all know and love. Mm -hmm. Um, So when they were presenting, obviously, Kourtney Kardashian's boyfriend, Travis Barker, is Machine Gun Kelly's drummer, and they presented their boyfriend's uh, performance, referring to them as their, quote, future baby daddies. What did you think of this comment? I thought Megan was just being kitschy about it, honestly. 
Um, she has three kids. You know, she already has three boys with Brian Austin Green. Yeah, and Courtney has three kids with Scott. Um, I know Courtney has mentioned a few times on, you know, on the show that she wants more kids. Um, you know, but she is in her, I think, mid-40s, almost in her 50s. Um, and I know Megan is in her 30s. And she's, you know, she's our age. She's a millennial. She grew up with us. Um, I think if Megan is interested, she would definitely go for it. But I don't know if it would happen 100%. Like I said, she has three kids. And I also know Machine Gun Kelly has his own daughter as well. Right, right. Yeah. So I don't know, but you know, you never know with them too. I mean, it was such a weird, it, for me, it was such a weird, you know, hookup that, yeah. you know, I, I was just like, wait, she left her marriage with Ryan Austin Green, who she met at 18 on the set of her show, um, Hope and Faith. And I'm like, you were with this man for so long. So crazy. I think the comment just did exactly what they planned to do which was to just get people talking mm-hmm. people have not stopped talking about this comment they're like oh my god are they actually gonna have kids like you know now everyone just can't shut up about it so i don't know if a, if a writer put that in there or if they were like you know i think she ad-libbed that part herself i think she definitely did because courtney was just like okay baby daddies yes <laughs> <laughs> oh, with that, yeah um so i i thought that was like a little cringe because i mean i just was like um relax but at the same time it worked like I said I get it like whatever gets people talking and they definitely did accomplish that and probably the biggest most talked about moment of the VMAs wasn't even what happened in the Barclay Center but uh this fight with McGregor and Machine Gun Kelly on the red carpet I heard about that and I saw it on Instagram and Megan looked so like terrified i was just like look mm-hmm. it that so, they would do this there's been some rumors about what really happened there and like why conor mcgregor's like throwing fists on the carpet it might have been staged i don't know but what uh was rumored to have happened is that conor mcgregor was just asking machine gun kelly for a picture and he denied it and then machine gun kelly's team like pushed conor away which is when he like Connor threw his drink on him and just started throwing hands um, to be like, why are you denying a picture from me and got pissed. But I heard from TMZ the other night that they might have um, might've gone beyond that. It might, there might've been some DM exchanges that Connor slid into Megan's. Uh, I shouldn't say exchange. Cause that implies that Megan responded, but yes. that Connor slid into Megan Fox DMS and maybe there's just some unfinished business there. I don't really know. No one really knows, but it seemed like the most talked about moment of the night. I mean, it was, it was like the excitement everyone kind of needed to just get like riled up about the VMAs again, because honestly, I think overall the show this year wasn't as like, didn't have as as many iconic moments that we're like Mm -hmm. so used to with the VMAs. Like there's, there wasn't a Britney Spears snake performance type of iconic. Love Britney. Free Britney. <laughs> oh, I love Britney. Shout out to her. Oh my God, I love her. But like, there wasn't a moment like that. So I feel like, you know, we need to get messy on the car- carpet. Let's get messy on the carpet. <laughs> I think I, I also noticed that too. I was watching the VMAs with my family and they were like, who are all these new artists? Olivia Rodrigo, Chloe, Nirmani. They were like so confused about all these artists. And they were like, where's Britney? Why isn't JLo performing? Why isn't like, you know, like, um who was my mom was like where's Beyonce and I'm like I don't think Beyonce's attending this year yeah upset I mean like even Alicia Keys performing and I'm like I don't know the song like I I don't know this song I'm very confused yeah and my mom was like we were you know we were talking and I was just like do you know like why they had Madonna there and she's like yeah you know like Madonna started MTV and I'm like 
Yeah, but she's like literally the the VMAs and MTV is Madonna. Like Madonna is the I want to just say like the she could be the president of the VMAs and then right. the MTV because it it just it was just her moment and her time in the 1980s when MTV right. started and she was there and she was and she was like, do you think Gen Z understands that? And I'm like, that's a very good question. Good question. Cindy Lauper also presented as well. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And you know, she has great hits. Girls just want to have fun and et cetera, et cetera. But yeah. I'm wondering if Jay's Gen Z really understand definitely who not. these iconic women are. Oh, definitely not. And that's yeah. sad because I mean, that was part of I think I'm sure the whole 40th anniversary. It's like an anniversary year for the for the network and. I think that's so sad because, I, don't, I mean, obviously I'm not sure, but I, I would imagine that teenagers don't really get the impact that they had on in the industry. I think the most talked about thing about Madonna was the fake ass when she walked away. I mean, Madonna, listen, Madonna's Madonna at the end of the day. Her ass may be fake or not. She's Madonna. She, she not- has reinvented herself every 10 years. I feel like she can just do it. She, she, I mean, she's a, a legend in this industry. I mean, yeah. she's probably one of the very few pop artists who still makes music. Yes, agreed. I think that she, it was amazing to have her come out as like the first person of the night. Yes. That just kind of set the tone. That was one of the few moments I will say, like there wasn't too many moments that blew me away, but having Madonna come out in the beginning was a very s- smart move on, on MTV's end. I think she should have performed. I think her, she should have performed. Like I should, I think like it should have been like a moment of performance of icons of the yeah. people who first were in the first year of the MTV stuff. You know what I mean? Like she could have done Vogue, Cindy Lauper could have performed Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Like they could have really, really brought in some iconic moments because Buster Rhyme performed. That's what I was going to say, which I love and he's very talented, but we could have replaced that with, I love that idea, like a um, iconic MTV artist over the year, like just, just pop artists over the years. Yeah. We could have Cindy Lauper. We could have had, we probably couldn't have Britney, but like, I mean, I mean we should have had Britney. She, she, the VMAs is her, you know what I mean? I wish we had Britney, but like, you know, something at that level, um, even I don't know just something something like that would have been so good it would have been so much more iconic because like they brought back um Lance Mm -hmm. Nick Lachey boy band moment yeah and I'm like you could have you could have easily booked Backstreet Boys it's not like they have anything going on (laughs) it's 98 degrees you could have easily booked them I mean NSYNC will never do a reunion again because they already did the VMAs with Justin but like you could have booked those two those are iconic moments Mandy Moore ain't doing anything she could have performed I got candy in my pocket. <laughs> like I'm just saying, they there was there was a very, very like you and I both know TRL was such a big big thing in our lives, and we would come home every day at three to watch the top ten countdowns of music video. And I remember when TRL was like you know officially closing down in the early 2000s. I literally stood outside yeah. waiting to see everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, I remember, I mean, growing up, I used to have this thing where I was like, I need to marry someone with a last name that begins with L so that my initials are TRL. I loved it <laughs> so much. And then when it came back, there was the reboot a few years ago. Which is horrible. Oh, yeah. Not last long. It lasts like one season. Um, but I made sure my ass got tickets and I went. Um, I mean, yeah, it was nothing. It was nothing compared to the TRL we all know and love so we um, should let them do the MTV music awards and give them some suggestions on how they should really like really it. because we're putting <laughs> together a great show right now I, mean, I feel like we should be on this next year, um for sure but okay so let's talk a little bit about the Met Gala because Sunday night VMAs Monday night the 
everything just kept going. So the biggest night in fashion returned um, after being pushed back from COVID, the 2021 Met Gala, which typically takes place the first Monday in May, was the event that closed out New York Fashion Week this year. And some stars really did come to show out and others, I'm just really not sure like what happened. <laughs> I can tell you this, the fashion industry, a lot of people are just in, are just very confused. We're just like, what, what was the theme? You know what I mean? Even though the theme was Americana, Luxicon, it didn't seem like that. A lot of people, it was a lot of misses in my opinion. Agreed, um, agreed. To this day, and I think you and I both know this, Tia, like you and I, you and me and Diamond always mention this, Heavenly Bodies for the Met Gala in 2018 is going oh. to be literally my favorite, favorite, favorite Met Gala. I don't think I can ever change my opinion on it. Like though, that Met Gala was just super iconic. Mm-hmm. Um, I just really, I don't think anything can ever change my mind because this Met Gala was not great. Yeah. I was very confused. So many different interpretations. Like, um, so first of all, this was part one. There, this is going to be like a two-part mega yeah. Met Gala show. So in May, May 2nd of 2022 will be the bigger version of the same theme in America. Um, but I'm like, hoping the good people come back. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm waiting on Lady Gaga. I need Zendaya. I need some familiar faces to return. I need Blake Lively, the queen of the Met. Blake Lively. <laughs> yes. There's so many like people that were not there. But um, yeah, the, the, the theme was interpreted in many different ways. Uh, like a lot of people, we'll, get, well, actually, we'll get into the details in a minute. But what would you wear to the Met Gala with the American fashion as a theme so I would actually choose an American designer I feel like there should have been a lot of more American designers but we all know that having a table at the Met Gala is like forty thousand dollars and having a seat is like ten thousand um so you know you don't have a lot of big designers who are American who can afford that but I would it would for me if I had to choose a designer to sit with and wear it would definitely be for this for this Met Gala would definitely have been Tom Ford or Ralph Lauren Ralph Lauren is just the epitome of American culture you know what I mean? Like polo, yeah. rugby, like he's, he's had, he has, he's had some great things. Yeah. Um, I think, I think, you know, in my opinion, JLo's Ralph Lauren just was not my favorite. I love JLo to death. I really, really do. And I understand what she was going with the leather and the cowboy aesthetic. Cause you know, it's a very American. Right. I just felt like, you know, it just wasn't me. I just didn't like it. She was named as one of the best looks of the night, but I agree. It wasn't like, like I've loved so many other looks that JLo did on, at the Met way more than this year. And I cannot deal with the mask kissing pick with her and Ben. I love them. I'm I didn't so, know Ben was invited. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't, I don't understand it. Um, but I, I think for me, I've thought really hard about this. Like, what would I do? And I feel like I would go so literal. First of all, American designer all the way. I would go with Oscar de la Renta for like a red gown. But technically he's not a, he's not an American designer. He's from Dominican Republic, even though his collection, it was made in New York. Oh my God. Okay. So <laughs> shit. All right, I would love to go with Oscar de la Renta, but I want like a, like, I want that red. I feel like I wouldn't typically go with color. I love neutrals all the time. So I think that's a moment where you could really like stand out with a nice, I loved a lot of red gowns that were worn on Monday night. Um, Kaya's gown was really beautiful for Oscar. It was really, really cute. Whose gown? Sorry, Kaya. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Bianca Jagger tribute. It was really, really good. Yes, beautiful. And then I also was thinking, I'm like, or would I go so extreme on this and like do, I'm actually surprised I didn't see more denim, like, or any really. Oh, my God. I agree with you. Lupita was one of the very few things that I saw in denim. I was very confused. Yeah, like, that's American to me. And I'm thinking, like, this has been a major year for Britney. And I'm thinking, like, 
would I pay homage to Brit Brit, like the American pop princess and do yes. like a modern take on her 2001 AMA denim look that we all know. Uh, yes. Like, I feel like that could have been a really fun time to play. You see, Justin should have done that with Haley. I think that would have been so cute. Oh, they're technically yeah. the pop culture couple. They're, yeah. they're literally Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears, but she doesn't perform, you know what I mean? But like, she, they're like that level of stardom. Yes, and I think with them, so let's talk a little bit about their look. They were very classic. Um, very like, I mean, a lot of people, not just Haley, um, a lot of the women came through in black and just interpreted it as like classic American chic. She set with YSL, unfortunately. Um, and YSL is very black. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean like Zoe Kravitz was the only one in that crystallized sheer through dress. I mean, Mm -hmm. The face of YSO at the moment is Rosé from Blackpink, which I love Blackpink to death. Um, yeah. But I really felt like her Met Gala was a miss. Her Met Gala dress was also a miss as well. Like this was her first time at the Met Gala and she wore a mini skirt, mm-hmm. mini dress, actually, sorry, a mini dress to the Met Gala. And I'm like, I guess a black dress is American, but it's just like, this is the Met Gala, honey. You need to show out. Like I wanted more. I think Justin and Haley, like they really did look like, Oh my God. Like they, I think they were dressed to kill. They looked very fashion forward. Um, I'm surprised Justin didn't wear Balenciaga because he is the face of their new campaign. He did wear Balenciaga last night though, to his um, documentary carpet. So, uh, but not, he wore his own, uh, he wore a black suit by La Mason Drew, which is a nod to his street house uh, label, Drew House. Like you said, Haley wore the black gown from YSL. They looked to die for, and it was their first Met Gala together as a married couple. It actually, Monday also marked their three-year anniversary of their courthouse. So I thought that was really cute. They looked amazing. But like you said, like the black dress, like for just, I think she had the best black dress look. Yeah, by far. But I want, I just want so much more for the Met. But if I had to choose, honestly, Tia, between that table uh-huh. Olivia Rodrigo's outfit was honestly the best one. Love, the feather boa jumper was so, like, I really thought, like, her and Zoe really showed what YSO can really potentially do. Mm-hmm. Like I said, like, Rose and Haley, they're big girls, like, in the sense, like, mega stars, you know what I mean? Like, they have covers, they have tours, they, you know, successful husbands, you know what I mean? Like, they are the biggest stars in their areas. And I felt like they could have just really showed out, like, yeah, yeah, I agree. I think Olivia, for, I mean, her first met, the the look she explained was kind of inspired by like American punk rock music. And like mm-hmm. before she, she gives nods to Paramore in her music, like that's kind of like her vibe. And I thought she killed it. I thought she looked amazing. Um, I was very, very much into that look. What were, what would you say was like your number one favorite look of the night? Mm. That's a tough one. That is a tough one because one or two. You can I have. wasn't a big fan of a lot of looks. I felt like, you know, especially with this season, you had Addison Ray, um, Emma Chamberlain. You had a lot of TikTokers there. Really there. Um, and do we think that they deserve a place at the Met Gala? I might be a little hater here. Okay, I think certain ones do. Like Addison Ray has really, really changed from being a TikToker. Now you know she's moving, transitioning into becoming a singer and actress. Emma Chamberlain has been one of the biggest YouTubers slash influencers. You know, Louis Vuitton loves her and she went with Louis Vuitton. Um, I, I think it depends on the person 
and how much talent they have and how much they're putting into the fashion industry. Because to be invited to the Met, you need to be fashionable and you need to be an icon. Yeah. Um, and I just feel like certain ones were there that shouldn't have been. Yeah. Um, but if I had to pick my favorite look, oh, that's a tough one. While you think, I want to add a quick note. My friend to here, he had messaged me and was like, you know, with Addison Ray being there, she is kind of like the new Kim. Do you remember like when Kim Kardashian had her first met and people like she has no business being there and now she's like, you look forward to her look every year. I think I was like, that's a great valid point. Like Addison Ray, maybe this is, I'm just like the hater in the beginning that she's going to earn her spot in my mind too in a few years. Cause her look was amazing. I'm but, yeah. look. I but I don't, her. I don't like the fact that and I, and, you know, I love law. I work with law sometimes, you know, part-time here and there. Um, I love him to death. Um, I understand where he's going because he's very much about, you know, pulling vintage, you know, mm -hmm. going back to the archive and really bringing back, you know, fashion into the world. Mm -hmm. I also, I just, for me, like, I thought the dress could have been better. That's mm -hmm. the first thing. Second thing is Courtney wore that dress. Right. The Christmas party. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just a little, I was, you know, it was just, uh, okay. If I have to, and then so going back to my top choices, Kendall and Givenchy, I thought, you know, at the end of the day, we've seen Kendall in that moment, but I think paying homage to Audrey Hepburn, you know, the actress, the sci icon that she is, Audrey Hepburn was literally American fashion. You know what I mean? Right. Even though she worked a lot with Givenchy, she was Ameri an American actress. Very old Hollywood, the Miami yes. look. Yeah, I loved that. I think another one who made, uh, like, kind of took a nod to old Hollywood was Billie Eilish. Yes. Before, she's always in something baggy. That's kind of like her style, her look. And she looked radiant. She had she an Oscar Lorenta gown. She was totally channeling the whole Marilyn Monroe, Grace Kelly look. And during her interview with Kiki Palmer for Vogue, she said that she wanted to feel like that Christmas Barbie. And right in my head, I'm like, I know exactly exactly what you mean. Yeah, you you are you are Christmas Barbie right like now. The 1997 Christmas Barbie that you don't open. <laughs> That's it. You don't open. Now it's worth like a hundred grand. I thought she really killed it. I mean, like you said too, I, I Ken, Kendall Jenner, of course, was on my list. I, uh, I, I think more though. Gigi, Gigi, Gigi did a really good job as well. I mm -hmm. love her look, even though it was simple and elegant. It wasn't just a black dress. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And she straight up goes to, to um, when she was getting interviewed, she goes, I mean, it's Italian, but like, whatever. <laughs> like, right. I mean, we're Prada. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like at least uh, owning it. But she looked uh, great as well. I really, yeah, I really think she definitely looked great. And then I think Kai, I love that dress from Oscar de la Renta. I, I, I love the little touches of, to, to, to history. You know okay. what I mean? It was like, I understand, you know, when you're designing a Met Gala dress, you have to really, you know, be thorough and do something new and creative. Yeah. Um, but I definitely think paying homage to like that Bianca Jagger moment with Oscar de la Renta, Kendall Jenner with Audrey Hempford, those little moments really resonate with a lot of the, older generation, our generation, and, and it helps educate the newer generation. Exactly. And you need to do that for, with fashion. You know what I mean? You have to remind people like, this has been done before, but this is a different way how to do it. Different take, exactly, exactly. Let's talk a little bit about what looks did not work for you. For me, I have to say, 
even though I love her, I was not feeling Kim K's look. The Balenciaga skin tight head to toe. It seemed very Kanye inspired. And I was just going down a rabbit hole. I'm like, first of all, Kanye doesn't represent in America, no matter how bad that man wants to be a US president. I'm sorry. So that's a no for me, Kim. Uh, mm. But she was with a lot of people were wondering, oh, is, is that Kanye with her? Um, in like the also head to toe look, but no, that was um, Delma, who's the director of Balenciaga collection. So I don't know, what did you think about that look? So I understood the look because, you know, she was wearing actually a t-shirt dress. Mm-hmm. And T-shirt dresses were very, very big in like the 1950s and the 1960s. You know what I mean? Like, and even like you're from New Jersey, you know, like in the Jersey Shore, they have those T-shirt dresses with the body on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> exactly what you're talking about. And I, you know, I didn't love it, um, but I understood, she understood the assignment. You know what I mean? It was, you know, American and, and trying to find that in. I think my least favorite look, wow. I mean, I really didn't like a lot of them. Like I was very, like I was... I, I Met Gala is one of my favorite times because that's when you see real, real fashion, the creativity, the brainstorm between the stylist, the designer, and the talent. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, my least favorite look was probably would be anything in black, honestly. Yeah, there was so much, so much. So much black. Yeah, and for a night that's supposed to be like, almost like a theatrical, like it's mm-hmm. art. This is art with fashion. And so, mm-hmm. um. I, I know, I get that. It's kind of like fell flat in some moments for me. I don't, there was also like kind of some what the hell is happening moments like Frank Ocean with the green robot baby. His product. <laughs> yeah. I loved his product, like also in black, but why do you have a green robot baby? And Kemp, is it Petrus or, right? With the, the three. Oh my God, that look was horrible. I did not like it. And I understood it because horses are American. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, uh, horse bustier. Like I don't think so. <laughs> um, and I know she went with Colina Estrada, who is an American designer. Love her. I think she's such a. She's very talented. Very. Um, yeah. I just felt like you know she definitely pushed the creativity. Mm-hmm. I just didn't think it was the right moment. I think that just could have been great for the VMAs. Yeah. You know, like the EMAs, something with the MTV world. Right. Um, right. I agree. I, something crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I just you know I just felt like. Nothing will ever compare to Heavenly Body, the, the 2018. There were so many, like you're saying, there, there's a lot of things that fell really flat. And then there was like those over the top, like this is too much. This isn't what we're looking for. Yeah. Um, someone who I thought was great, not one of my favorites, but definitely a look worth discussing was Sierra. She came through with that okay. design by Peter Dundas, the lime green sequin dress inspired by her husband's football jersey. Yes. Um, she had but she's also, it's also inspired from like this old editorial cover shoot where all these models are wearing this like beautiful metallic gown with a, and it's like a football jersey and it's beautiful. Yeah. I loved it. Very all-American. She had her husband's Super Bowl ring on too. Amazing touch. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. Um, I liked it. I thought it was, I thought it definitely was top 15 or top 20. Um, I don't think it was like top five in my opinion, Um, but it was definitely top 15, top 20. I think she definitely understood the assignment, Mm -hmm. was able to, you know, really understand American football is American. You know what I mean? Like when you talk football to people, they're like soccer. And I'm like, no. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about football. football. It definitely went with the theme. It went, she, she made it 
personal and I, I loved that look. Pete Davidson, let's talk about his first Met Gala. He said he was terrified. Um, but I actually have to say, I did like his look. He came out in the black Tom Brown slip dress, yes. white blazer, custom sunglasses from Silhouette. He said he was a little slutty nun, quote, that's a quote. <laughs> he did look like a slutty nun. I actually loved this look. What did you think of it? Tom Brown's table can never do any wrong. Evan, Evan as well looked great. Mm-hmm. Erica Badu looked great. I think Tom Brown understands the assignment. You know what I mean? He's an American designer, so he really understands the assignment. Yeah. Um, but I really liked his love. I honestly was really, really cringing because I was like, I really hope Ariana doesn't go. Oh my God. Because Ariana's always invited to the Met. You know what I mean? Ariana wasn't there either. She wasn't there. So I was like, oh, thank God. You know what I mean? It would have been awkward. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. To see your ex on the red carpet who was just recently married who left you at the altar almost. <laughs> oh my God. We didn't know literally. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. You're making me realize now the list of people who did not show up, Ariana Grande, no Blake Nicki Lively. Minaj, no Blake Lively, no Madonna, Billy Porter, Zendaya, Sarah Jessica Parker, no Kylie Jenner. Cardi B, no Bella Hadid. Oh my. So May, let's hope that they're all coming for the May gala. I think, I think so. I think that's going to happen much more. I think, you know, like there's, I think because of the fact that you have to remember Venice Film Festival. Right, right, right. You have people really working on their shows. Like you, Zendaya couldn't come because she was on Euphoria. I think Sarah mm-hmm. Jessica Parker couldn't attend because she's filming and this is that. You know what I mean? Um, I know a lot of people, and it was on a Monday, you know what I mean? On a work Monday. Yeah. So the, the VMAs were the night before. Fashion Week was still wrapping up. You know what I mean? Like it was a lot of things happening. And I think the power people, the power hitters um, weren't able to attend because of that reason. Who were you most disappointed that did not attend? Blake, I love her. She's literally the queen of the Met Gala. She is probably, you know, in my opinion, her being Serena Vanderwoodson, her taking that Gossip Girl moment. um, I think it would have been such a a cute niche because, you know, two of the Gossip Girls did attend, well, three with Evan, three of the Gossip Girl people did attend. So true. Yeah. Oh my God. It would have been such a cute little moment to see like, old gossip girl with new gossip girl um i think especially because she is like you know she she loves fashion blake lively really really loves fashion she's one of those girls who wears christian louboutin heels all the time she's right. you know michael cords oscar de Lorenzo. she really in, indulges in fashion yeah. um i Nicki minaj did not attend because she's not vaccinated right i'm interested to see if she will be by may I don't think so. I think she's one of those individuals who is very skeptical about yeah. the vaccine and she has a lot of, uh, she has a lot of questions that need to be answered. I don't want to say, you know, the hoax and everything, you know, the conspiracy theories, I don't want to put her in that bubble, but right. I think she just needs a little bit more information, like some other individuals who are not taking the vaccine. Yeah. Um, but I would love to know why Bella didn't attend. I would love to know why, you know, really would love to know why Blake didn't attend, you know, did she not have a babysitter? <laughs> you know, Ryan at home. <laughs> I also heard, I don't know, I mean, this is not with any sort of credible proof, but like someone just like speculating that maybe Kylie didn't come for the same reason since she is pregnant. Maybe she didn't get the vaccine yet. That could be possibly um, true because you know, think about it. Because if you really think about it, Kendall and Kim did go and Kris Jenner were all there. She was and they're vaccinated. And I think Courtney is as well because she went to the VMAs. Right, yeah, you had to be vaccinated to be at the VMAs as well. So I wonder, 
I wonder what happened there. I think it might just be a, a pregnant thing. Maybe she just doesn't want to get it while she's pregnant. And she seemed, I don't know how far along she is, but by or, that bump, kind of, she's, she's far, far enough along. Or maybe they didn't make her dress to the size that she needed it to be. Remember, maybe. she's pregnant six months now. And maybe she did like a fitting previously where she was still small. You know what I mean? I think she's like four or five. I think she's I, like, I would guess, yeah, maybe four or five, something like that. Yeah. 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 And I think, I don't, and I don't think the dress that she had probably fitted originally fitted correctly. And I know a lot of people didn't attend the Met Gala. Like mm-hmm. Halsey didn't attend and she was supposed to go. Right. Um, a few other people were supposed to attend and they just didn't, didn't go. Wow. Oh my and I heard, I overheard and through the grapevine, this just, I don't know how credible this is, but like Anna was really, really upset with like the level of celebrities there. You know what I mean? She's yeah. so used to like these A-listers, you know? Right, right. I hope that for May, it'll it'll be bigger. It should be. So I anticipate a bigger turnout um, when, it, when it comes back in May. And another look I really want to discuss to, two more looks. One, let's talk about yeah. Timothy Chalamet. He was one of the co-chairs of the evening. And I thought it was really interesting. I loved his look too. I think it was really interesting. You were Hater Ackerman, which is really, really cute. Wait, so he had like, he completely broke the rules of fashion and like mixed designers. So he had, yes, the jacket from Hater Ackerman. Um, He wore a Rick Owens turtleneck and then white Mm -hmm. classic Chuck Taylor Converse's. What do you think about this? Like, mixing of designers I kind of I love that I think and you and I think you mean Diamond have spoke about this Mm -hmm. full look policies are just ridiculous Mm -hmm. the whole point about styling the whole point about wearing clothes is to really resonate who you are as an individual and to show what you are to the world that's what clothes are for clothes are meant to represent that and that's what fashion is meant for it Mm -hmm. you know at the end of the day it's a structure and you want to be able to show everyone you know when you're wearing a Tom Brown suit like I'm wearing Tom Brown. This is just, this is my personality. And I think at the end of the day with fashion, full look policies are just outrageous and ridiculous and they should be thrown out the window and you should be allowed to mix and match. And he did a, it's, first of all, he's the one walking the Met Gala. He's the one hosting it as well as one of the four hosts. He can do whatever he wants if he wants to mix the brands. And if the brands are upset about it, they're just going to have to deal with it and wait until the next person who wants to wear a full look. I loved it because it's so like relatable. Like we at home, like we, we mix brands all the time when I'm working out. Like, I don't need to worry about, Oh, is this Adidas, um, you know, workout with with a Nike sports bra. (laughs) Can I not do this? Like we're human. And like, if it's a look, it's a look. So I love that he did that. Um, there are no rules in fashion. And then obviously to wrap this up, we have to talk ASAP and Rihanna. They closed out the carpet. They were the last to show up. Dare I say the whole fashionably late, um, they came through. Nope. She's never late. Remember they're just waiting for her. Early, just early, and she came through in Balenciaga. Um, she had it was actually her first, I guess, debut with ASAP Rocky. Do you know that yeah. first carpet together? Mm-hmm. Last to arrive, she had the Balenciaga overcoat and matching hat. ASAP wore um, this colorful quilted look by ERL, and he actually, other than Lil Nas X, is the only one that did a reveal. He did take off the quilt. I know. Um, I miss a reveal. You know when Lady Gaga did hers with Brandon Maxwell? That was really, really good. That was a moment. Lil Nas X had three, so that was fun that he did. Versace, I saw. It was was cute. I just, I just didn't understand it because it was an American. Right. I wonder. Knights are really more of a British thing, you know what I mean? Like Knights of the Round Table, King Arthur. Yeah. So I was a little confused. Oh, true. I totally get that. (laughs) But I think that um 
I don't know. I mean, I liked ASAP Rocky's look underneath. He had the black, suit, the white ruffled shirt to like. Kind you of just said it, Tia. Another black suit. <laughs> yeah, but another black suit, and then also not for nothing that quilt. Literally, Captain Crunchberries. That's what that looked like. like Do you remember? I, I'm waiting for it to become a meme because you remember when Brianna wore that yellow go pee go pie dress, and yeah. they made it into a pizza, an egg. They're gonna put him in a cereal bowl. That's exactly what's gonna happen. So I saw. So I remember. I right when I saw the look, I thought that obviously, and then the internet, I guess, already thought that too, because I did see a meme last night. Someone like pasted the Captain Crunch head on ASAP's body, and it's just too accurate. Like it is painfully accurate. So I don't know. I wasn't really feeling it. Um, I don't know, Rihanna. The, quilt, the quilts, I understand the quilt thing because quilts are very American. You know what I mean? Like yeah. sewing and stuff. Um, Rihanna, I loved, um, but it was also black. Um, Rihanna is probably one of the, you know, the, the queen of the Met Gala. Even though Blake has great fashion, Rihanna is the queen. You know, like her heavenly body look being the Pope. Yes. That was everything. And oh the, my her God. Moves, everything, like everything was just like, it was just everything. Mel did such a great job styling that, and Margella did a great job designing everything. Um, I just felt like she's Rihanna. She needs to give more. You know what I mean? Like she is. She is. She's Rihanna. I just like. I just can't say it anymore. Yeah, she like carries the event on her back year yes. after year. Like you said, she's like the face of the president. She should be up there with Anna. Like she is. She owns. She should be shaking company. everyone's hand coming in. Like yes, welcome to my event. <laughs> like it really is her event and so i don't know i i mean she looked in, insane she looked, she looked insane. insane she's probably top five in my book in my I, book yes but not number one i just don't i don't have a number one for this mecala honestly i just really right. i felt like the boys really didn't do their best showing mm -hmm. out um i just really think heavenly body was just a really great moment and the other one that happened right after which was like um camp camp was really really right. great for men as well i think this season for men was very, very boring. Like Chance was a little boring in my opinion. Yeah, um, it was his first Met. Like, you know, yeah. you gotta like really show out. I guess yeah. it's a hard thing for people to really interpret. Um, I don't know. I hope that, I wonder if, like, do you think Kendall, I'm sure everybody will come back with a new America look. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Like there's Kendall and Gigi will come back with 10 times better. Hopefully they have a different... I really don't want to see Kendall and Givenchy because I know she has a great relationship with them, but I would love to see her in like, you know, like maybe in Ralph Lauren or maybe in, you know, Oscar de la Renta. I would like to see her very, very different because, you know, she does tend to work with her friends like Off-White with Virgil, yeah. um, Burberry with Ricardo. Mm -hmm. um, it was nice to see Gigi with Prada. Usually Gigi's always with like Versace. Right. <laughs> um, so it's nice to see her move into Prada because she she should be a Prada girl. Yes, yeah, um, I don't want to see Bella with Wang. I don't want to see Bella with you know Versace. Like I really want to see her in a different take with a different American designer. Maybe with Ralph Lauren. You know, yeah. like he does sexy well, but I would like to see her like maybe in a denim look, like you said. I could see her doing Michael Kors though because she does have her. Or she does have a good relationship with them. She could be with them. Yeah. So does Gigi though. Mm -hmm. So it's an inter it's it's always interesting who sits at what table and who gets yeah. approved on the list because this Met Gala was very like I said I don't think it was anything great yeah and I mean there were some memorable looks with Christopher John Rogers mm -hmm. um you know he had Jordan Jordan Alexandra on it and then he also had Eva Chen wearing his stuff which was great his was super colorful 
um, racetracks um, theme a little bit, which is very American. Right. I just really, really hope May, the first Monday of May, it's, um, it's, it's, it's really a hard hitting, like knockout home run for Mm -hmm. the, 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 the ready to wear. It's just, I think the only men I really enjoyed from this Met Gala was probably Lewis Hamilton. Yes. Even though his look was a little black and very suited, he had this beautiful train from Kenneth Nicholson, which was gorgeous. And I think he was the only one who did something like that besides like um, Little Nas X. Mm-hmm. So I just I just want more, for, especially for the guys. Zayn did such a great job with Heavenly Body with the armor and everything. Right. So I just well, want more. I'll tell you what, when it's May, first of all, I hope we're both working that Met. I would love to see you there. Um, but I'm not going to work the Met. I am so exhausted from working the last Met, this Met right now. I helped Law with his clients and it was so much, so much work. It's probably, I think I was working from like eight to 12. Yeah, that's that was a late night, and then it also rained at the end. Like that was crazy. Yeah, yeah I think I don't think I'll do it again. I think I I, I want to watch it. I want to enjoy it. Hopefully, yeah. I get invited one year. I would love to be invited. That is the end goal: an invite to the Met Gala. Oh my God, Lord knows we would put a lot of thought into our looks. Um, but maybe we can discuss this again in May, and yes. we can regroup and see if if hopefully our our favorites arrive. We have a little Blake Lively gossip girl moment. Yes. I would love that. They should invite more of the new gossip girl people. They would like you know Evan's great, but they should definitely invite Tom our and designers. Um, yeah. Yeah. And Zaya Moreno, I hope they invite them. You know, it would be nice. Yes, I agree. Well, Rosie, thank you so, so much for joining me. I think everyone's going to love your input because you just know what you're talking about. This is your real house, you know? Um, and it's always so good catching up. Like, I, I, we need to do this again. So yes. thank you so much for doing this. Thank you for having me, Tia. I really miss you. <laughs> me too. We need to end up soon. Now that, like, the world is slowly opening up. Well, guys, that wraps up this week's episode of Tea Time. I hope you enjoyed it. There was so much juice this week, and um, we had to just break it all down for you. So a little lengthier than our past episodes, but, I mean, there was simply nothing worth cutting out, if you ask me. I think it was all very necessary. So um, we will definitely have Rosie back again for the Mets Gala in 2022. Um, Until next time, guys. Stay sipping that tea. I'll see you next time.